Thousands of years ago, a cosmic event known as the Frost Moon Eclipse gave rise to powerful individuals known as the Awoken. However, this also brought along the world's greatest threat, the Planar Invasion. When faced with his darkest hour and hope all but lost, a powerful group known as the Lions Clan rose up and saved the world from its doom. Unfortunately, as with any great heroes of old, they became lost in the passage of time, and only their legends remain. Now, 3,000 years later, the shadows of the past re-emerges, threatening the world once again. New heroes must rise up and take on the mantle. But, will they be the heroes the world needs? Or will they too be consumed by the shadows? The Rolling Lions presents Shadows of the Roaring Lion. Yeah, you find her. She is at a place, like one of the not-so-occupied houses, setting up some stuff and talking to some people. But otherwise, she's kind of just there on her own for the most part. And you see her, and once again, you see her, like, very pale skin, white hair, just like you. Right. Normal. Yeah. Actual human. Human. So do you just, do you approach her? I do, absolutely. I just want to approach her. She looks up at you and she says, Oh, uh, hi. Uh, you are the... Red. I'm... Red, Red. I'm sorry. I didn't remember your name. It's been a while since I... Well, since... Well, last time we saw each other, it was before one Queef fell and you were getting some stuff. How, how, how can I help you? Well, I'm terribly sorry to bother you and I know you have a lot that you need to do. I'm sure you have to be setting up here as, I assume, an alchemist. Uh, well, I, I do I do dabble a little bit on alchemy, but um, my main focus is on making magical items. Oh, well, yeah. uh, I, I was hoping that we could talk, because I have some questions that I think that you could probably help me with. And if you want, while we talk, I can help you get set up here. As you're, as you're talking, you, you uh, notice at the corner of your eye a uh, small mouse uh, run by you, mm-hmm. and it uh, runs up to her, like runs up as Mella's leg and like lands on her shoulder, and she uh, scratches underneath its chin. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think I've introduced you to my to my uh, friend here. Uh, this is Mister Mister Whiskers. Oh, I was sitting here hoping you were going to say Mister Whiskers. I'm like Mister Whiskers, Whiskers. <laughs> Yes. Hi, how do you do, Mr. Whisper? Pleasure to meet you. All formal and stuff. The mouse cocks its head to you. Oh. And, like, uh, it, it definitely is, like, looking at you. Like, it understands what you're saying. Oh, so, you so understand he's not, me. He's not uh, much for words. We do talk from time to time, but he doesn't really talk to others much. Sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. I, I understand. I've always been the extroverted one. Um, uh, but please, uh, come inside. I... 
I don't have much, but um, do you like tea? I love tea. Making tea is one of my many talents. Oh, that's great. I have uh, a nice uh, rosemary blend. Oh, that sounds delightful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's a... Mr. Whiskers' favorite. Has the, I uh, see he's a discerning gentleman. The mouse like nods, kind of stands up on his two and take two hind feet and has, takes a prideful stance. I am downplaying how absolutely surprised I am by every inch of Mr. Whiskers, but playing it cool. A discerning gentleman. I, I will enjoy your favorite tea. I hope you'll have some with us. The mouse looks at you and nods. Uh, that's excellent then. Um, she leads you inside uh, the small building. And, you know, you sit there for a bit. She brews some tea, uh, takes it out for you. She gives you a fine uh, teacup. She has her own. And she does have one for Mr. Whiskers. A nice Is tiny one. Tiny? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yay. And you see Mr. Whiskers. <laughs> he hops down, uh, kind of sits down on the table where you guys are, and takes up tea and, like, you know, just, like, starts mousy drinking the tea. Oh my god, I would kill someone for him. <laughs> Admittedly, that's not saying much, but still. As Melo says, please don't kill me. What? No, 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 I just meant that I would preserve his life at many costs. Oh, yes, he uh, is very important to me. If I lost him, I would, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I feel the same way about Blue. Who you might remember, my companion who's a bird. Oh, yes, the Tengu man. Yeah, yes, you, Tengu. I always forget that he's called a Tengu. <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of rude to call them a bird. He, 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 he seems to put up with my shenanigans quite easily. I'll ask him oh. if it bothers him now. Oh, okay. Uh, that's actually, I, we are actually, in some respects, I think that he just has patience with me because um, every time I try and honor his his race in some way, he just reminds me to call him Bird and not to treat him differently. You guys must share a very close friendship then. We do. Yes, also oh. sipping the tea with that is delightful. Yes, it, is, it has a very soft fragrance. Don't chew and... that! Sorry. <laughs> just, why are you being a problem? Sorry. Soft, delicate fragrance, light tea. Stop. Yeah. There. Okay, the way. Can't eat that. It's made of forever. Goddamn. <laughs> Good old Levi. So fucking hungry all of a sudden. It's like he knows that I can't mute and just deal with him. Does someone else just cover the, the quiet? Uh, nope. Prime disruption time. Yeah, and this is all going in. No! <laughs> <laughs> to, our one, to our one uh, legendary, reliable listener. <laughs> this is what they come here for, specifically this. It, it's Mr. Whiskers. They're here for him. They just didn't know it yet. Yeah. Okay. Drink of the tea. Oh, this, yes. is, this is lovely. Did you make this blend yourself? Actually, uh, Mr. Whiskers taught me how to make this blend. Well, now Red has gone from amazed and mildly disconcerted to absolutely special. Mr. Whiskers, what's going on? The mouse is sitting there, legs crossed, and uh, sipping its tea. Um, you know, I'm self-taught, so I can't say that what I can provide can match this in quality, but I'd certainly love to give you both some of mine. Maybe I can deliver it on New Year's when we come in for the, for the party. Oh, that would be, that would be wonderful. I would, I'm sure me and Mr. Whiskers would appreciate it. The mouse looks at you and nods. Oh, excellent. So, uh, you needed to speak to me? Well, when we first spoke, you asked me a series of questions about where I was from, and you were very polite, and I am now aware that some of the answers I provided to you were incorrect, or so I suspect. I 
told you that my parents were both human, and I believe now that that is not the case. Oh, so one of your parents wasn't human? Correct. Oh, vampire. Well, I, yes, we believe that to be the case, but to be honest, I don't know anything about vampires other than the most basic things, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, And The only person that I know who knew anything about them only told me that they were ancient and often powerful, and that people born of both races end up hating humans or hating vampires for themselves. And I can't find hate in myself for any race yet. But that's a very long story. As Mela, she uh, drinks her, she sips her tea and looks at you and she says, um, ah, such is the fate of our kind to be in a space of either loathing or self-loathing. Um, it's the taint in our blood of the undead. People find it um, difficult to be around or tolerate. It doesn't make us any less of less human than anyone else. We just can't tolerate the same things. I know what you mean. You also notice that in this room, like, all the windows are, like, covered up. All the holes are patches. So it's just really dark in here. Super comfortable to be in, yeah. Yeah. Well, first I want to say thank you for talking to me about this. I can't imagine if everyone, if human people tend to dislike vampires, then I imagine that we must have suffered with that knowledge. So it can't be easy. I've been fortunate living in my village and everyone thought that I was human and only now have I started to have to deal with things that our kind are known for, lovely enough. She smiles at that and she says, then you must have been fortunate that no one treated you bad for what you are. I know know that it is fortunate. I know that I've been fortunate and I was nervous today coming in to see you because I didn't want to make you uncomfortable or put you on the spot with any questions that I might have. But to be honest, you're the only person that I could think of that I've ever met that was nice and might understand where I'm coming from. It's, 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 it is, it is rare to find others of our kind um, that don't hate everything else for being what they are. Thanks. See, even that is valuable information for me. I didn't know if I ran into another vampire, they'd be likely to be friends and enjoy tea and have wonderful companions. Or if it would be a situation where they were unfriendly and I would need to defend myself immediately. I... Knowing that I shouldn't actually treat them with caution is very helpful. Yes, most of our kind tend to live a life of solitude, separated from others, just because... Well, I'm going to see why, because I recently had some issues with hunger that I've never experienced before. She, you say that, and she, like, stops mid-drink of her sipping her tea and like looks like hunger so you experience you experience that as well then i have and it's only begun recently and i didn't know if that was normal or if it was odd that i'm 43 and just now dealing with it when i've grown up and raised my own children around humans and Mm. never experienced anything like this before that is uh, odd usually you would start developing that much younger i mean i it's not common among our kind to have a hunger for blood, but oh, no. it's not unheard of. Sometimes the 
undead blood that runs through us a little bit stronger. It won't turn us into blood-sucking ghouls or anything, but yeah. it does. It's almost like eating sweets and having that craving. It won't That's hurt you exactly to not eat the sweet. I've never done it before, but I, you are exactly right. I, especially when I was pregnant, I had some cravings, but this is, this is strong. Yeah, it's, it's usually able to be hurdled. Um, may I ask, do you know what your taste is? I am horrified to report that it is a human. I see. That could be... I'm fortunate that my companions are almost universally something different. And so if I stay away from them, that helps. Yeah, well, I can promise you that the craving won't become so unbearable that you will be forced to feed upon someone. I mean, it's not even so much feeding upon more so just getting a little taste I had um I have a taste for I have a taste for uh, dwarf dwarven blood <laughs> really uh, yeah it's a little bit awkward uh, I did have a friend back in Guangkui that would help me every so often to uh, deal with that right did he make it out? I haven't seen him. He might have made it out with the other refugees that escaped elsewhere, but he was not here. I'm sorry to hear that. I know how painful it is to lose someone who's killed off. He was a he was a good friend. I choose to believe that he's alive. And if I meet him, may I know his name? Uh, of course. Um, he was the bar owner. His name was, of course, I deleted it. <laughs> yeah. Why would we ever need that name again, right? Ah, uh, there we go. Uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yes, um, he's a dwarf with no beard. <laughs> really? Yes, uh, if you ever run into him, should, you must ask him what happened. It's quite, quite a tale. I will. I'll make sure to do that. I hope today that I do have one other question. You've, you've given me so much more knowledge today, and you, you've made me feel so much better, and I owe you such a debt for that. Uh, but you, I, you, you don't owe me anything. It's nice to talk to someone one of my kind. Well, then I promise I will stop by to visit you every time I'm in town. Oh, uh, you, you don't have to, but... I mean, if you do, then we'll definitely be ready to have some tea for you. Oh, thank you. This is delicious, by the way. I wanted to tell you that I had... So as, as I told you when we initially met, I believed that my mother was named Diane, and she was my adopted mother, and she was human. But a couple of weeks ago, I had a dream right before things started to change for me and before I started to experience hunger, I had this dream that I believe may have been of my mother, who is a vampire in the dream. Wait, and your mother was a vampire? Was she, yeah. So she was turned while she was burying you? I don't know. I've never spoken to this woman. And outside of this dream, I, I have no knowledge of her, not even her name. And, and, and in this moment, I'm going to explain everything in great detail, including the murder. Like, the whole dream. The man who came to get me... The council, what they were wearing, the sconces on the walls, the way everyone was dressed, the whole nine yards. I'm telling the whole thing. All right, you're, yeah, so you infoed on her. Yeah, and I wanted, I'm just, I'm, I'm summarizing to save time. I am sure that many of these things gave her troubled or surprised expressions. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then the end with the sleeve and the memory thing. By the time my tale is finished, the tea has been cold. <laughs> <laughs> 
she was sitting there politely just listening um, with various facial expressions that, I mean, she tried to restrain, obviously, but there were, there were still hints of it there. And she says, wow, I, interesting. That's all I know. So you were in a court of vampires. So it means. This person who's your mother, who, or who at least we believe to be is your mother, she put us. She did something to you to make you forget. According to the dream, and and it's now that you're, and it's just now that you're starting to experience like cravings and all of that. Yeah. Perhaps um, your bloodline may be tied to some sort of uh, royal lineage, uh, making that blood stronger than most. Is that how that works? Honestly, I I know so little. Art. The strongest vampires, the ones that rule? Well, there are, from what I know, and to be fair, I have studied uh, vampires quite a lot. Maybe part of me wished to learn as much about that part of my heritage. Maybe out of fear, maybe out of anger, maybe I wanted to seek vengeance, I don't know. But uh, I definitely wanted to learn as much as I can, and uh, Wan Kui definitely provided me with a lot of information. Right. I mean... Vampires in its in of themselves are rarely seen by normal people. They tend to blend into society. But from what I've learned, that there are are many many different bloodlines there, are, and there are royal bloodlines as well that uh, are more potent than others. Vampires and and a vampire that inherits a royal bloodline can be a little bit more powerful. But from what you explain described to me it seems much more than that well for what it's worth i told you this tale not because i expected you to have the answers but in part to share it with you as entertainment at this point it's certainly a fantastical tale how often do you hear something like this and it does sound like a crazy fairy tale <laughs> exactly i i have no expectations that i have an answer unfortunately for us a lot of the times fairy tales are very very real so it would seem <laughs> Have you had any other encounter with your, with said, she puts air quotes, mother? I have, as a matter of fact. And, 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 Probably some up. Okay, tells her about asking Jaburn about seeing her family, being told to come back, leaving and coming back, looking at, through the mirror. Child one, child two, husband who can't be found, with a small explanation about the husband having been dead and being alive, which I'm sure is quite surprising. And then Jaburn's untimely demise with the cracked mirror and the blood. <laughs> yeah, you say that and she's like, wait, something happened to Jaburn? Is it not common knowledge? I thought it would, I thought it would have roared across this town like wildfire. Oh, shit. Fire. Yeah, no, this is, sorry, this is like well <laughs> after. This is well after the fact. Oh. Yeah, no, it's she, like, uh, I'm not gonna drop a trip off like that on this poor girl over tea. Yeah, no, no, that's right. This is well after the fact. She, she, she knows about oh. the thing that happened to your burn. My bad. Oh, this is what oh, happens okay. when... Uh, it's, it's saying that it's basically my fault. But... <laughs> yeah. So, like... so yeah, she, she's like, she says, that for something to be powerful enough to even break through to Jaburn's defenses, it must be extremely powerful. I can tell you yeah, at least that much if the state of this curse... The type of curse it is definitely screams vampire. And if something is that powerful, it has it at the very least is has to be a royal vampire or perhaps something older. She looks what? at you with intense oh. curiosity. Very curious. I'm forty three. I thought 
the vampires got stronger and whaler the longer they've been alive. Say that again. I said ordinary vampires. Yes. 43 years could be the strongest to kill the bird who was supposed to be the strongest maid I've ever met. Traverne is a formidable person. I honestly, when I heard of his passing, I was completely at shock and hearing how he died. It's definitely the work of a vampire that far exceeds any that I have heard of. I suppose that means that it is no longer a theory that that dream was memory. It would seem so that what you saw in your dream was a memory. And with the changes that you're going through now, these are things that we typically grow up with through puberty, which makes our childhood that much more. Like I had a craving for dwarven blood for as long as I can remember. And I'm only I'm only twenty one. I am Red starts laughing. <laughs> Going through <puberty>. <laughs> <laughs> Women my age are supposed to be prepared for menopause. <laughs> yeah, I suppose have... I won't have to worry about that for some time. <laughs> The benefit of our blood is that we live longer than most. It would explain why I look so useful. I thought it was from staying out of the sun. Well, I mean, the sun <laughs> is pretty terrible. The worst? Mm-hmm. It's just so bright and... Uh, hot and constant. Hot. Yeah, just, just give me moonlight any day and I'll be completely fine. It wouldn't be so bad if the humans were up at night and slept during the day, but if you want anything done, you have to go out where that horrible monster hangs in the sky. She chuckles. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) It really is nice having someone to talk to about this. No one else really understands. You barely seem to tolerate. You know, when I was was young, when I was a baby, I was abandoned because of what I am. So, I mean, my whole life was about being outcasted until, well, I got to um, Calandrian family and brought me to Long Creek. Calandrian, now that's someone who might have some more answers for me if I could ever find him. I wish, but from what I heard, Calandrian was killed. (laughs) Sorry, it was the spitting. No, I know. And, like, it happened, and all I did was, like, just look at my phone, like, really? <laughs> Emphasizing. I thought he was killed. Ding! New quest. Finally. Three <laughs> on the list, like, four times. That's outstanding. Oh, that's <laughs> that is not going to disabuse her of that notion. She's got enough to deal with already. Yeah, but, uh... uh... She says that, and then she, like, rolls up her sleeve, and you see, like, a bunch of, like, uh, cuts on her on her arm there are times when i tried to end it myself no you know how did i forget her name i have it written down where did i write it like this an a oh my god this is what memory loss looks like by the way the name that i'm pretty sure i've used like twice today which name her name oh address her gone asmella you know asmella <laughs> never happened nope. no, asmella Technically, I have two children older than you. I can adopt you if you want. She chuckles at that. If you don't mind having a mother who has children older than you and seems to be going through puberty. <laughs> um, I appreciate the thought. I really do. Well, just know that you're always welcome in my family. Your life is precious. We've only got the one. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And if you it. have talk to about all of these things and I happen to not be off trying to save the world, he's happy to talk with you. Of course, and if you have any 
questions or anything you wish to find out, um, I I am here. Well, now I have a hope that since I know what I'm supposed to be looking for, I can start asking the people in my group who are good with books to keep eyes out for the kind of things that you were trying to research in one place. And if I find anything, I'll bring it right back to you. Well, that would be good. That would be really good. Um, I guess one more thing is you should definitely be careful if what your if your dream is indeed a memory, which it really seems like it is. There may be powerful vampires that are after you. I uh, I have suspected as much. One does not wholesale murder a group of nobles and expect there to be no enemies made. Considering, especially if you consider that your, she doesn't know the air quotes, mother mm-hmm. is Lee. She says that, and then she she thinks for a moment, and then she looks at Miss, Mr. Whiskers, and you see her start squeaking to Mr. Whiskers, and Mr. Whiskers starts squeaking back. That is so charming. And then uh, Mr. Whiskers, he jumps off the table and, like, uh, back somewhere. Um, you you see there is, like, this hole, this mouse hole in the wall, and okay. it runs inside the hole. A few minutes later, it comes back out with a... It's carrying a very tiny book. <laughs> Puts in his mouth, climbs up the chair, or climbs up the the tables, and uh, stands on the table. Places the book down in front of Asmela, and then the book grows to a normal size. Oh, nice! And then she starts flipping through the pages, and she's like, "Here, right here." She turns the book to you. Uh, mm-hmm. You you read it, and basically what it's saying, like it's it's kind of like a book of urban legends, or like, oh, well, not urban legends, but like uh, it's urban legends, like small scale. These are like the legend of legends, kind of thing. They're actual legends. Like these are legends. actual legends. Yeah, <laughs> where it talks about um, the vampire clans and how there are. It is believed that there are hundreds of of vampiric bloodlines, but mm-hmm. it is believed that these lines they all come from resources mm-hmm. the progenitor vampires mm-hmm. these are believed to be the first vampires in the world oh and considered to be the strongest the strongest uh, beings or some of some of the strongest oh. beings in existence i'm Kasmaria. very glad you think but i'm sure there's no way that someone so grand would have had a child that they had to be rid of like they did me. Surely they would have had a plan to keep them, or they wouldn't have a damn child at all. I don't, I mean, I don't know, but she she shows you more. It says, like, um, it is believed that thousands upon thousands of years ago, these three progenitors attempted to take over the world and bathed in eternal darkness. However, one of the vampires one of these progenitors by the name of Ezevine Ebendus betrayed the other two vampires because she took pity on the mortals that lived under the sun. Wow. And because of because of that uh there is no there is no picture. Like these are just these are these are these are the (laughs) urban legends. Um I can tell you Damn that would have made this real quick. (laughs) Yeah Um, <laughs> you, they do mention uh, the, the names of the other two vampires, oh, right? So there's Ezavine, there's Jezovent, or Jevozent, and the last one was Doru. Are they all Evendusses? It was uh, Jevozent and Doru? Yeah, so 
so once again, just gonna say it again. Ezavine Ebon Dusk, uh, Javascent Nightscale, oh. and Doru. Sounds weird. Uh, Doru Solomon. In fact, I will I will message them to you so you have like the spelling. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, so no pictures, but it has their names, but it talks about the, the fight and it has turned on them. Yes. So uh, because of the fight. Um, the fight, it's like that. These are this is this is only a legend, right, right? Yeah, so who knows how much truth there is to it? Oh, Could be all, yeah. but it is uh, for Fred to be convinced that her mom was her mom and not a dream. So, like, we had to kill the most magical old man in the world to confirm that it was not a dream, right? So, skepticism is not Red's word right yeah so uh, <laughs> according to uh the legend the the fight the war between the three vamp the three progenitors took place on this on this leon casmodius planet and for 30 days and 30 nights the world was covered in darkness as they fought it took it was because of the intervention of an ancient dragon that severely wounded all three of them that caused fight to stop and so the progenitor vampires decided to separate the world into three three territories which would be their domain domains and they made a pact not to interfere with not to interfere with what with one another's domains that was kind of like the pact that they made however because of this fatal wound that the dragons inflicted upon them they all they are still all powerful they are required to rest to they they were forced to rest to recover from the wounds which meant that they had to sleep for long periods of time oh wow thank you for this this is fascinating you actually went to the perfect person okay i remembered a thing and it was helpful so she shows that to you and she's uh, you said that she your mother said she needed to sleep and vampires don't don't really sleep oh. so i found it odd and it reminded me of this legend could could your mother be this vampire i don't know i find it unlikely i am i've always considered myself to be the most common type of human and only now do i discover that i'm not even that so surely now i'm this i can't say i'm the most common type of vampire because i'm going through puberty in my 40s so i guess what i'm saying is i will try and find answers and if i do i will bring them to you i consider you my friend in this and anything i learn i want you to learn too she looks at you seriously though she looks at you seriously though red and she says if let's just assume that this is the case if she's talking about powerful enemies that could very well mean that the other progenitors might be after you or at least people connected to them i if if that is the case if my mother is azavine evanbeck then it would be the case that my enemies would be the other two progenitors of these legends, if these legends are true. However, I am one small, somewhat insignificant person, and if I let myself feel fear about this, I will never be able to leave my home. I'd hold myself up somewhere and spend the rest of my days hiding. So all I can do is live my life as best as I can and hope I don't discover that I'm now one of the most wanted individuals on this planet. It's just, uh, yeah, you're really brave. If 
I'm terrified. But like my, I guess, adopted father used to say, life goes on. <laughs> Things will happen whether I'm scared or not. So I may as well do what I want in the meantime. That's true. That's very true. She sips her now, like, room temperature tea. She's probably cool tea now because it's cold outside. Um, the uh, Mr. Whiskers, he walks over to the book as as Mel closes it, taps his tail on it, and it shrinks down to size. He takes it, his mouth, runs back down, and puts, goes back to his nostril to put it away. Thank you, Mr. Whiskers. That was kind of you. I say when he gets back. Yeah, it nods. Uh, well, at the very least, um, I can say you are the most interesting down here I have ever come across. Thank you. <laughs> And I definitely want to help you any way that I can. I appreciate that. We can all use friends. And if I've made the kind of enemies that we're talking about, I'm going to need every friend I can get. But listen, if someone comes asking about me, don't try and protect me. Just send them right my way. You cooperate. I don't want you to get hurt over there. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, we'll see. I'm not really hyped to just... I wouldn't want you to be in danger either. I'm in danger already from other regular things. What's a little that's, more danger than that? That's true. I mean, none of this might matter. Tomorrow I might get into a fight with an owlbear and lose my life. And it will all have been spreading for none. <laughs> I'll try not to, obviously, but... Well, I I can definitely guarantee you, and uh, like I said, I can help in whatever way I can. I mean, it will take me a bit of time to get things set up, but I will be able to make uh, magic items for you guys here once I'm I'm set up. Oh, um, I guess I can give you this. She reaches into her bag of holding and pulls out a vial of, like, this black liquid. Um, It's a potion that, well, it would hurt other people, but... For us, it's good. Oh, nice. Thank you. And she gives you a potion of inflict serious wounds. Thank you very much for that. I don't suppose that in, since I spoke to you last, you've come up with any way. It's such a silly question, given that I know that you suffer with the sunlight as I have. But have you come up with any alternative to big floppy hats and cloaks to keeping the sun from making us sick? Mm, I may know. I may have a way, but it is pretty expensive. How expensive? I might be able to help. Um, a lot, because I can't do the math in my head right now. <laughs> well, we will we will work that out in con- between you and I later. Because if it's an amount that's reasonable, it won't be. Basically, if I have it, I'll give it to her. And then expect yeah. time, because it's got to take time. And if I don't have it, then I'll tell her I'll get it. Yeah, well, um, Mr. Whiskers squeaks, and uh, Esmela, like looks at him, and then she looks back at you. Uh, Mr. Whiskers is happy that you visited. It's not every day it, it, he sees me talking with someone that I uh, that I smile with. Mr. Whiskers starts squeaking some more, and then you see Esmela. She's like, oh, "Mr. Whiskers, uh, it's it's not like he already has someone." Take <laughs> a second. She's so funny. Well, if it was like that, I can assure you that I promise to return one way or another once I've spoken to my husband. And- Fred gives her a wink. She, like, uh, gets the wink, like, uh, looks away, kind of blushes, like, Oh, dear. Um, I have some cleaning to do. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I've kept you so long tonight. Thank you so much for me be away and standing up. Thank you so much for the companionship and the kind words and the legends as well. Thank you, too. Mr. Whiskers gives him a little bath. I'll go ahead and get out of your hair. We the should be leaving. We'll be leaving shortly after New Year's, but I will stop by on New Year's Eve and bring you some tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sure. then whenever we return, 
I, I'm sure I will survive. Thank you so much. I can walk out. And then you, uh, you leave and run. Well, I would. I know a flustered person when I see one, and I'm very good at leaving. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen a person better at getting the fuck out of somewhere than me. Hey guys, thanks for joining us for this week's episode. Be sure to shoot us a like wherever you're listening, and if you have time and you have iTunes, why not leave us a review? You have no idea how much that will help us to grow. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at the Rolling Lines for updates on what we are up to. A big thanks to Sirenscape and CD Project Red, as well as all the artists whose music we use via Creative Commons. You'll find out more information in our show notes below. So, thanks guys for joining us this week and be sure to check us out next week for Shadows of the Roaring Lion. And as usual, may all your roles be I will flirt with you because uh, I won't see you for like a long time. For like five more years, so I'm gonna make you feel really good about yourself. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you learned a lot about. Well, at least you learned a, you learned some legends about uh, progenitor vampires. And I. Oh my god, I'm tempted to act out a hormonal problem. Forty-six, and you're going through you're going through vampire puberty. Wow, you already have children. I don't know. What is she worse than two years? That's really funny. I don't know. I was like, I'm 21. I already went through this. You're 26, and you're just starting it. <laughs> <laughs>